Well, after David's sin with Bathsheba and his murder of Uriah, and after he was confronted with his sin by the Lord through Nathan the prophet, David cried out, and as he should have, as we should, have mercy on me, O God. And he asked further that the Lord would blot this egregious sin out of the record of his sins, in a sense, and to wash and cleanse him thoroughly. And after this initial cry to the Lord, he begins to comprehend, I believe, the magnitude of his sin and to acknowledge it, to admit it. In first, the first part of verse 3, he does acknowledge his transgression. He says, for I acknowledge my transgressions. Now, acknowledge means to admit, uh, to recognize uh, the validity, the truth uh, of something, and to, to acknowledge it outwardly. In Psalm 32, verse 5, it says, David said earlier, earlier, I acknowledged my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and he, you, forgave the iniquity of my sin. Praise God that he does forgive as we cry out to him and say, oh God, have mercy on me. So each week, just a quick review of our worship service, each week we acknowledge individually, uh, silently, first of all, and uh, some of our transgressions as we are reminded from some part of the law of God. And we must be reminded from the law of God, otherwise we would not know how to do this. We would not even want to do it. And uh, he gives us grace by his spirit. And then corporately or covenantally, we are led in confession by one of the men. And a time of confession is certainly needful uh, as a part of individual worship and corporate worship. So we begin worship by asking the Lord to, to lead us, which we cannot do rightly without his spirit. So we pray for the leading of his spirit, and then we read some of his precious promises because we must remember that only by his grace, by his promise of grace, can we come before him at all. And we are then called to worship. And we begin to praise and to adore him in prayer and, and in song. And then we hear and we are reminded by his precious law that we have sinned. We have transgressed. Transgression means it's a violation of, of his law, his perfect law. We have broken it. And like Nathan said to uh, David in 2 Samuel 12 when he was confronting him, um, we have, at some level, despised the commandment of the Lord in our disobedience. So David is here acknowledging, he's admitting the specific sins that he had just committed, both of which were worthy of death, he acknowledged these sins to the Lord, I believe, and I, I believe he did so specifically, as we must do when we confess uh, in our daily time with the Lord and in our time here, even though it's a brief time, it still can be specific. Now, we, I think we don't like being specific in this. We don't like being specific in, in confessing. It's hard. It's, it's very humbling, if done biblically, anyway. When we... Sometimes, though, we, we can put it off, you know, procrastinate this uh, acknowledgement as we need to do. Maybe not consciously, maybe we're not saying, I'm just going to put this off, but, you know, it's just, it's hard to say, so I'll just wait and maybe, maybe it'll kind of go away. And we can minimize it, too, I believe, you know. We, it's harder to do that if we're going to be specific, but we can minimize sin. Or we can call it something else, 
well, it's kind of this. It's not really that bad, although that is the actual sin. Um, or we can just uh, acknowledge a little part of it. But that isn't the, what we should have acknowledged or confessed. So we don't like being specific. Yet the Lord knows we have sinned already, certainly. We heard that several times, and Joshua prayed that, uh, prayed Psalm 139. It can't be hidden. He knows it. So David thought so in this case, at least at first. He hoped to hide it. But now he realized that it couldn't be hidden. He knew that. He was reminded of that and that he must acknowledge this. He must uh, seek the mercy of God and the cleansing of, of the Lord. So that is one level of confession that we acknowledge to the Lord specifically our sin. And praise God through the Spirit and his word, he enables us to, to see what that sin is. But another level is to confess to those we have sinned against. We acknowledge to them that we have sinned, even sometimes if they are not aware of it. James 5.16 says, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man, the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. It does avail much by the grace of God. It does avail much. We can come before the Lord and confess, uh, enable us to confess to others and pray for one another, because this healing is important. But admitting sin to ourselves, like I just said, and to others is, maybe if it's even harder to others, it's really hard. You know, we've, we've hurt them. They might not even know how we have sinned against them, but we must uh, acknowledge it. We have to die to our uh, self-righteousness and humble ourselves. Those we have sinned against may not, at least at first, uh, we might fear that they might not be merciful or gracious uh, or forgiving, as we know the Lord God is, at least, you know, at first. Yet we must acknowledge this. It says in this verse to be healed and to have healed relationships. We must acknowledge to each other. It's part of what it means to be in this body uh, that we have sinned against each other. We must be willing to have the Lord through his word, his law, and through his spirit, and then by his people also, uh, confront us with our sin and then to acknowledge it as quickly as possible. Proverbs 28 says, he, 13, he says, uh, the Lord says, he who covers his sins will not prosper. It's not prosperous to try to cover up. It is, I believe, to acknowledge them. He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. What a great promise. Should not withhold acknowledging it when we, you know, we don't want uh, to be forsaken of, of mercy. So... Acknowledging our sin is, I think, the, the beginning of uh, forsaking them, it, repenting of them and putting them away. Charles Spurgeon said, "Thou," he's saying to the Lord, Thou hast made me willing to confess. Oh, follow up this work of grace with a full and free remission. So this willingness to confess at all, of course, is by his grace. It's a work of grace in us. And uh, to acknowledge our sin allows us to understand again the remission of our sin by the Lord's sacrifice on the cross for us, by his shed blood, by his broken body. So David also said uh, in this, the second part of this, uh, verse three, he said, my sin is always before me. So not, I think it was not just this time, it was certainly before him at this time, not just this terrible sin that, that he had just committed. Um, and, and it would, in a sense, always be before him because the Lord said there will be a consequence that will change your future because of this sin. So in that sense, it would always be before him. But he, and so he knew he was by nature uh, a sinner, a sinful person, he, a, one, a person who sins. 
And uh, later in, in this chapter, in verse 5, he says, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. So he knew that. Matthew Henry said of that verse, This is that foolishness which is bound up in the heart of a child. That proneness to evil and that backwardness to good, which is the burden of the regenerate and the ruin of the unregenerate. So sin is the ruin of those who, who do not, who will not humble themselves before God. Unacknowledged sin is a burden, can be a burden to the believer, but one that the Lord has borne for us, which we can realize and we can praise him for each time we do confess rightly. And praise God he is faithful and his sanctifying work in all of this, his work of grace in us, which we're reminded each time we come to the table, we still must acknowledge our sin, and we are being conformed into his image from one degree of glory to another, as we, as we do confess. So may we come now to this table and give thanks that we are forgiven by the Lord and commit ourselves in the power of his grace, it's the only way we can do this, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to a steadfast and a rapid acknowledgement of our sin. Let's pray. Lord, may we here be more readily acknowledging of our sin to you and to each other because we want to grow in holiness and we want to please you and we want our relationships to be healed. Lord, may we grow in humility and in the fear of the Lord and rejoice that you allow us now to come before you, to dine with you, as we've heard several times today from Revelations 3.20. You call us to dine with you, to receive grace through the work of our Lord Jesus on the cross. And we do praise you. We do thank you for hearing our cry for mercy. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.